name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. Hey, everybody, I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I'm still disabled. And this is Limping <laughs> on Cloud Nine. <laughs> How you doing, Jonathan? Good, good. I had a friend throw me off once like that, too. We were talking online. It was like this kind of online, you know, audio chat thing. And he's like, hey, Jonathan, how's it going? I was like, good, good. He's like, still blind? And everyone's like, oh! <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That is really funny. How have you been, man? Good, good. good. Everything's going well and, uh, you know, can't complain. And, you know, nothing out of the ordinary is happening, so that's always good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So we took quite a few, not quite a few, that's over-exaggerating. We took two amazing trips in August. Mm. See. Me and Shahina have this theory that it's good to backload our vacations. Okay. Right? And August is a great month because that way the kids just get great vacations right before they go back to school. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's just a way to completely decompress right before the rat race starts all over again. Right, right. Right. So today I want to talk about one of those trips. We went to St. Louis for a Pakistani wedding. Nice. So can I jump into it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) This trip to St. Louis was much better than the previous one we discussed. (laughs) Yeah, because this is where Shahina and her family's from and everything, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The last time we did a podcast about St. Louis, it was when the manager at the First Watch Diner took my credit card away from yeah. me because he didn't think it was mine. Yeah, that, that, right? that wasn't good. <laughs> that wasn't good. But this trip was amazing. Now, the first thing about St. Louis is that in the summer, it's like hell, basically, meaning it's <laughs> really, really hot. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, but I've mentioned on this podcast many times before, I love heat. I love it hot. Right? Yeah. So there's all these people just like melting, and they're like, it's 104 degrees with 95% humidity. Oh, man, that's brutal. You know, how can you like this? And I'm like, I love it. This is great, right? <laughs> I absolutely love it. So anyway, we visited Shahina's parents, you know, my in-laws, with, with Lena and Zoe, and we went to this uh, Pakistani wedding, right? But there's a couple things that happened outside of the wedding that I'm also going to throw in there. Okay. And I don't even know what the uh, lesson, if any, is going to be in today's podcast. <laughs> well, I, I, I had one question. Like, so since uh, Shahina's parents, I, I'm assuming they get to see Lean and Zoe, you know, you know, sort of often. But do they like go yeah. nuts and like, Z, you know, Lena and Zoe, here's like all this stuff. Here's, you know, toys and cookies, whatever you want to eat. Like, you know, do they get totally spoiled? You know, they, her parents are awesome with the girls they're awesome with the girls but they've actually learned not to spoil them okay it's my it's my parents that see them almost every week that continually spoil them right (laughs) and and i had to put the gauntlet down like seriously i put the gauntlet down several months ago and it was a huge argument with my parents right (laughs) i said i said i know you love them I know you do. Every single time we visit you or you visit Redondo, you've got a bag of toys. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that can't happen. First of all, our place is not big enough to store <laughs> all this stuff. And, and secondly, 
it's just horrible training because they, they, they learn that every time I see my grandma and grandpa, they're going to bring us. Right, something. right. And so they're going to be like totally disappointed the one week they don't come with like a giant bag full of stuff. Right. And, yeah. and it's funny, me and Shahina were talking about this last night. And she told me that, um, she goes, yeah, you know, your parents are a little upset about, you know, you putting handcuffs on them, <laughs> on, on, on the gifts. And I'm like, you know what? I love my daughters. My daughters, you know, they have a nice, comfortable life. They don't need toys every seven days. Yeah, they just yeah. don't. Uh, you know, that, that's all right. They're, your your parents, because like, you guys celebrate Christmas, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. man. So, so your, Absolutely. Your parents are just like, you know, wait, you know, the, the truckload of toys is going to come then. You know, like, all right, fine. You know, you're not going to get toys every week. We're just going to save it all for one day. Yeah, and you know it's funny, and they do, they do. And you know, we we will do a Christmas podcast sometime because I'd love to do that this year. Yeah. But my parents always celebrated Christmas because they wanted to assimilate us, you know, into American culture right, as right. as much as possible. Yeah. But I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you before, or but you know, every time my parents' friends would come to them, and this happened a lot growing up. They'd come to them and they'd say, you know, it's shameful that you guys let your kids celebrate Christmas, right? Man. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and they go, you know, you're really effing it up for all the other Pakistani families because now they have some family to point to. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, look, the, the, the Zadis the do it. The guys do it. Yeah, right? the Zadis do it. Why can't we do it? Right. And you know my dad's answer was, and I love this answer. You know what his answer always was to these people? They go, how dare you celebrate Christmas, right? Mm. He says, you know what? Jesus Christ is mentioned very prominently in the Quran. Yes. And they're like, like yeah, but that doesn't count. And he goes, what do you mean it doesn't count? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's mentioned in the book, and he's mentioned in a really positive way. So yeah. why can't we celebrate Christmas? Yeah, I like that. I like that. That was always his his comeback, man. Right? So now now that we got way away from St. Louis, <laughs> yeah, we went from St. Louis to the North Pole. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so we go to St. Louis. Uh, let me dive into this. We go to St. Louis, and the girls love St. Louis. You know, they love it, but for different reasons. They get to see their grandparents. They get right. to stay at their, they get to stay at their house. There's all these deer, and for people that don't live in the Midwest, the deer in the Midwest are as big as, like, black bear in California. They're huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a California deer is not that big. Yeah. You know, a, a St. Louis deer is like an elk, man. It's enormous. And they're everywhere, right? Yeah. So, so Lena and Zoe were all excited about seeing all these deer, right? Yeah. We go to this wedding. I made it a point. I gave up wearing ties a long time ago. And I think I can't even No, You know what? I, I guess I did wear a tie to it. I think I did. I can't even remember if I wore a tie or not. But I, I did have a sports coat on and, uh, and slacks, right? Yeah, yeah. So we go to this wedding. And it's this beautiful, amazing Pakistani wedding. And it's large. It's probably 400 people, 300 people. Wow. It's, it's, it's big. Yeah. Right? And 
I've never really met the St. Louis community that Shahina and her family are really deeply connected to. Yeah. Because I don't visit that often. I yeah. might visit once a year at most. Yeah. Right? And unless there's a wedding going on in the weekend I'm visiting, there's really no opportunity to meet the community. Yeah. Right? So I live, and you talk to me a lot, Johnson. I live in the belief, with the belief, that once you're an adult, or even if you're not an adult, just be yourself. Yeah, yeah. Just be yourself, right? Yeah. And so we go to this gorgeous wedding. And the first thing Shahina does is she introduces me to some of her friends that she hasn't seen since she was a teenager. Okay. And she's like, my God, I haven't seen this person in 25, 26 years. You know, Hamad, this is so-and-so. And I meet this woman who's probably, you know, my wife's age in her early 40s. I think she's actually 39 or 40. Mm. And uh, she's a professional. I'm not sure if she's, I think she might be a doctor. She's a professional. And as she's talking to me, she suddenly um, takes, you know, like a shawl that she's wearing. Yeah. And she immediately covers her shoulder. Okay. She breaks our conversation to cover her shoulder with a shawl. Was it bare? It was bare, but but I go, what was that about? And she she actually whispered to me. She goes, I have a tattoo. (laughs) And I'm like, so? And what I and she goes, no, you don't understand. Like the other parents will talk. And it made me think, you know what? In California, and I'm not comparing, although I am comparing, right? Yeah, yeah. But in California, the parents would come over and say, man, I love your tattoo. Would you get it done? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah. The, big, the, and, the parents would be like, oh, I was thinking of getting one next week. Where'd you go? <laughs> really nice artwork, right? And all I could think is, God, do I hope my my daughters are not like that when they're forty years old, or or that you hope you don't make them feel like they have to be that way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. My thing is, you know, I didn't want to get into an argument with this person because I knew her for like nine seconds. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I was like, oh my God, come on, you're like forty years old. Come right. On. Right. What are you gonna hide now? I mean, if you're seventeen and you get a tattoo, sure. Hide. Right, right. 40? Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Man. Right? So the experience was great. The other experience that freaked me out, and not when I say freaked me out, I don't mean in a bad way. I just mean that I'm not used to the culture, which is ironic because it actually is my culture. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've always been taught to shake the hands of everybody you meet. Right. Everybody, no matter what. And to look them in the eye, to say your name clearly, and to shake their hands. And I'm at this wedding, and after being hung out to dry three or four times, (laughs) where I put out my hand for a handshake, and they didn't shake back, Yeah. I realized that in that culture, women do not shake the hands of men that they're not married to. Ah, okay, okay. And I'm like, wow. And again, 
nothing wrong with it, but it's just totally foreign to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I, man, I, Jonathan, you can shed some light on this, man, but I just don't get it. Yeah, that's, I, 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 I think I, it comes down to, you know, a, 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 you know a, a strict interpretation of, you know, I, I'm assuming they're uh, Muslims, so. Right. You know, I believe so. It's yeah. like a strict interpretation of the Bible, you know, of, of the Quran, rather. Uh, you know, like, don't do this, don't do that, wear your, uh, I don't know if anyone's wearing head coverings and stuff like that, but that's why I was wondering if that woman's shoulder was bare, because I was like, oh, I wonder if she's like covering herself up because she was in front of you and men can't see like any skin or whatever, you know, like, I don't know, you know, like. Well, you know, some, some people definitely had head covers and I know that it is a uh, personal choice for women. Yeah. Right. And I think I'm not sure. I mean, personally, let me just go on the record by saying that I've never read the Quran. Right. Yeah. Never read it. So I can't say for sure, but I think a lot of the things that I see culturally are cultural and not religious. Yeah, you know what? There, there's definitely stuff like that, especially even like within the Jewish community. You know, there's been there's been traditions, you know, passed down, you know, throughout the ages. You know, that sure. isn't necessarily in you know the Old Testament or the you know the the the, 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 the Jewish Bible, but it's just been culturally passed down. So there could be things like that going on there too, for sure. Yeah, and you know, it's kind of crazy because the whole time all I'm thinking is, wow, I can't, I need to do whatever I can do to make sure that my two daughters do not grow up in a world of fear. Mm. You know, fearing what other people think of them. Because mm. I don't think anybody should fear what anyone thinks of you. Right, no, definitely, right? yeah. You know, and you know, it's just randomly Lena and Zoe will be like, hey, dad, will your hand always be broken? I'm like, yep. And and you know what happened the other day? And it actually it didn't make me mad, but it made me question. Mm. I walk, you know, with an exaggerated limp and I was walking with Lena and Zoe somewhere and I see Zoe walking like I'm walking. Mm. Right. Mm. And my initial thought was I'm going to yell at her, but then I didn't because I thought, you know what? She's do doing it in a lovingly way. She's just walking like her dad. She yeah, loves she just, me. yeah, she's just copying her dad. She's just copying her dad, Yeah. right? And then I handled it by just saying, hey, um, you know, sweetie, you don't have to deal with what your dad deals with, so just walk straight. <laughs> Very simple. And she goes, well, what if I want to? This is kind of funny. She goes, what if I want to walk like you? What's wrong with it? <laughs> and, and you know what I told her? I go, you ever wonder why your dad burns through a lot of shoes? It's because when you, when you limp, the soldier's shoes get screwed up on one side of the yeah, and you have, to go, yeah. you have to go through shoes. Yeah. And I'm like, do you want to get your shoes ruined? She goes, no, 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 no. I love my shoes. <laughs> right? I think that might be one reason. But you know what's really funny in um, getting back to the wedding in St. Louis? The people were incredibly nice. I mean, they're really, really nice people, mm. right? Mm. Just really loving and, and completely open. So I don't know where the disconnect comes because the people, when you talk to them one-on-one, -on -one, they're completely open and loving. Mm. But then they're... 
hiding so much. Mm. See, this is a funny thing. And this, what I'm about to say, has nothing to do with Pakistani culture. I think it's all cultures. Yeah. But I always tell parents that have older kids, kids older than, than mine, I'm like, you guys have have to realize your kid has two two different lives right yeah yeah <laughs> the life the life they tell you about and the other one yeah right <laughs> right and they're like no 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 my kid's an angel i'm like uh-huh right <laughs> right i mean so i'm always trying to tell lena and zoe hey listen i'm completely open-minded i'm really open-minded it's better for you, to, even if I'm not going to like hearing what you have to tell me, it's better for you just to be up front with me. Yeah, yeah. And I'll deal with it yeah. as opposed to trying to hide stuff. No, exactly. You know? Yeah. So it was a, it was a really cool experience. I mean, that was a, a fun experience. The other thing, oh, my God, dude. One thing that completely almost freaked me out. Almost, and then I just broke tradition because I wanted to. Is I, <laughs> I went to this event during the wedding. Yeah. And and I walk in, and somebody says to me, "All the men are in that room, right?" Okay. And and I just thought, oh god, I went to two weddings like this in the past with Shahina, and I hated it. Where they where they separate. Oh um, yeah. Men and women. Yep. Yep. You know, completely separate men and women. And so I go in this room with these men, and, and those guys are great. They're all great. But they're also in their 70s. Okay. And they're, and they're the fathers of the guys that are in my age range. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And so I'm talking to these guys, and they're all great guys, but they're all like 75 years old. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> and, my, and my excuse was, that I've got two little girls, and Lena and Zoe don't understand why their dad can't hang out with them. Mm. Right? Mm. So I'm like, hey, listen, I'm just going to go hang out with my kids. Sorry. And I just went into the other room and hung out. But it's, it's funny to me. It's, I don't know. I don't know how this started as a St. Louis podcast <laughs> and, went, and went deep into Pakistani tradition. Yeah. It's just weird. I don't want anyone to think that I dislike or don't approve certain um, aspects of culture. Yeah. But it's just not how I choose to live my life. I yeah. guess I'll just put it that. It really seems like, you know, the, you know, the, uh, the Pakistani culture, middle, you know, even like Middle Eastern, even like some Jewish cultures like that, you know, they're, they, they, they've been... Those uh, those cultures have been around for so, you know, thousands of years, right? And so it really seems like it's so entrenched that those those cultures are like you know so hardcore that they don't let the present day dictate where they came from like they they still stay true or you know whatever it is to their culture you know yeah but you can be true to your culture i don't know man this this is a totally different <laughs> tangent right <laughs> totally <laughs> you can be you can be true to your culture and still live in the modern world mm there's there's always a balance. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been in households, and I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I've been in households, obviously not ones I lived in, but households where there's black curtains mm. separating the rooms, 
just so even within a house, you men and women are separated. Wow. Okay. Really being separated from your brother? Come on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of crazy, my friend. The um, well, one thing though that yeah, you, you sort of mentioned, you teased me with it was when you're in St. Louis. I don't know if you want to cover this or not, but that um, city something. What was it called again? It's called the City Museum, but it's not a museum. It's a. It's called the City Museum in St. Louis, but it's not a museum. It's actually like an outdoor adult playground. And what I mean by adult, I don't mean sexual. I mean, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, just to be clear about that. It is really weird, and it's hard to explain, but it's magical. For example, there is a 10-story slide. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> the line was too long. I did not go on it, but next time I'm definitely going on yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I wonder how long it even takes you to climb up 10 stories on a ladder, man. Yeah. There is a... No, the 10-story slide has an elevator. Oh, okay, okay. I was right? going to say. <laughs> but, but the four-story slides, you have to climb up. Man. Right? And they also have a... Um, like, for example, there is a, uh, an open jet... On top of a building, there is a um, huh. a school bus on top of a building hanging off part of the building. Ah, man! <laughs> and, and these these are all attractions that you can walk into. Okay. Which is just there's a Ferris wheel on top of the roof. I mean, it's it's pretty wild. So the reason I wanted to mention that isn't just because hey, I went to a fun place. It's because, and I'll I'll be honest, because I know that he'll never listen to this anyway. But we went with my father-in-law, mm. right? It was me, Shahina, um, uh, Zoe, because Lena was sick that day. Yeah. And, and my father-in-law. And in the back of my mind, and it's just a BS thing that I do with myself, but in the back of my mind, I kept on thinking, I'm in public with my father-in-law. If there's anything physical that I need to do, I'm going to push myself. Just to prove to him that I don't have any... Right. You know, that whatever issues I have physically, I can work out. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Dude, I did that, but what a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like, the slide that me and Zoe went down was about a four-and-a-half-story slide. Yeah. And there weren't stairs to get up it. Well, I guess there were. There's two ways you could walk up it, stairs or one of those ropes. Right, oh, where you have yeah. to climb up like a rope. rope ladder kind of thing. Yeah, and a rope ladder. And then Zoe's like, Dad, rope ladder. I'm like, all right. And I did it five times, right? Yeah. And every single time, because remember, me climbing a rope ladder is not like you climbing a rope right, ladder. Right, right, right. Because I only have one hand I can grab. Right, exactly. So, so what I do is I'd grab with my right, go up two feet, and then I'd have to basically let go of my body into a short free fall yeah. until my right hand grabs two feet or one foot higher to keep pulling myself up. So basically I was falling a hundred times Man. before I got up. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I also had to do it faster than Zoe because she wanted to race me. <laughs> right. So I did that. And, and as I'm sliding down, I'm, my father-in-law is just sitting there watching this. And I'm thinking, you know, Hamad, if you miss and you tumble down this thing, right, if you miss the rope and you fall, roll down, 
you're going to be the biggest idiot in this dude's eyes. So no matter what you do, don't fall. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then we went into this weird cylinder thing. I don't know how to explain it. You remember? Okay, I know how to explain it. Do you remember those those gerbil exercise, like gerbil? Like if yeah, you've like ever the, had a little like gerbil? The, like the wheel they would, they would run in. Well, not the wheel, the little tunnels. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Little, little like, plastic maze thing, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So th- this is like a life-size tunnel for humans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you had to climb up it, like, six flights. Man. But it was like jungle gym, like jungle bars. It was circular, like a tunnel. Yeah. But there were metal bars that you had to grab onto. And that I only did one time because... Zoe wanted to do it. Dude, that was so tiring. Yeah, I can imagine. It was so tiring. And, and the reason, it was just, if it was just me, Shahina, and Zoe, I'd love it. I'd be like, yeah, let's just take our time and do it. But there's like, you know, 15, 20, 25 people behind us. Right, right. So you can't so, slow things down. You can't slow down. And you can't just say, I'm going to take a 10-minute break because there's 25 people you're holding up. Right. Man, that was painful. Was there like that a was slide? Really was there like a slide or anything at the end, or was it you just walked through the the whole thing? Yeah, well, you know what it. Then you'd get on the Ferris wheel that was on the roof, right? Yeah. So so we walked up and then got on the Ferris wheel. Okay. But but you know what it reminded me of is it just made me think you know. I'm always, and I know you do it in your own way too, but I'm always pushing myself to test my limits. Yeah. Always. Yeah. On what I, what I can and cannot do. And, and the whole time I was doing it, I'm thinking, you know, Zoe is climbing up this thing with me. And all she's thinking is, hey, I'm climbing this massive thing with my dad and mom. Right. Right? And all I was thinking is, my legs... Are going into cramp phase. <laughs> my right arm wants to just like, if my right arm could turn around and flip me off on its own, it would. <laughs> and my back is really hurting because I'm crouched into this cylinder thing for six floors. Man. It, it took forever, man. It, and you know, once you stop, once somebody gets behind you, you can't get out. Exactly. Yeah, it's like there's no no turning back. The, the only way the only way out is forward. <laughs> exactly, and you can't even have people pass you. You oh, know what I mean? Oh man, cause it's kind of that tight. Like there's, man. Okay. Yeah, it's it's just it's just like yeah, it's crazy. So it was a uh, you know it was an amazing experience. But all I could think to myself as I was pushing myself physically to do these things is. Um, Oh, and our and uh, what was I gonna say? My sister-in-law was there too. Oh, okay. Tahina's sister. But all I could think to myself as I was pushing myself is, hey, you know, you don't want your kid to think that you can't do things, so you're gonna push yourself to do these things. Yeah. That, and that's that, basically the only, that's that, the only reason I did it. That night where you're like in bed, just going like, "Oh, I hate myself." <laughs> no, not just that night, dude. When we got to the top, 
we got to the top. Because remember, for people that haven't listened to a lot of our podcasts, my wife is a doctor. Yeah. So we get to the top through the cylinder thing. Yeah. And she's like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm really dying. And she goes, do you need to stretch out or something? And I said, don't, don't. I don't want Zoe to know. Yeah. You know, I, don't, yeah. I don't want Zoe to know. It's all good. It's all good. Man. Oh, it was, it was painful. But I would recommend, it's called the City Museum in St. Louis. I would recommend it to everybody. I'd actually recommend it more than the Arch. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds cool. The Arch is fun, but you go up, you, you look at the river, and you go down. I mean, there's really not much to do. Yeah. You know? But the other thing I wanted to talk about super quick is, and this is totally weird, and for people that disbelieve this, I'm going to have him on, <laughs> is, is I have a voice twin in St. Louis. That's funny. It's so weird. I was at the wedding. It's actually his family. His sister got married. I was at the wedding, and his mom comes up to me. Actually, I was at their house. And his mom comes up to me, and she goes, do you realize you sound exactly like my son? And I just kind of laughed it off. And she goes, no, I'm not kidding. He was in the other room, and I thought you were him. That's why I came into this room. Right? Man, wow. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So he comes over to me, and I said, talk to me. And he did, and I could hear it a little bit. But what people don't realize that you and I do is your voice doesn't sound the same Exactly. You. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And the only way that you can actually know what you actually sound like is do a podcast like we do. Yeah, yeah. Because your reported voice is how you sound. Right. Not, not your voice to yourself. Right? So I told him about this podcast. You know what he did? He downloaded one or two episodes. Yeah listened to a couple minutes and then walked into another room and then came back and goes, Hamad, listen to this. And he played on his phone, on his smartphone. He played him saying, hey, this is Hamad Zaidi. Welcome to Limping on Cloud Nine. <laughs> and I'm telling you, dude, it sounded just like me. And Man. I mean, just like me. That's funny. And Shane is like, my God, you guys have a voice twin. So, <laughs> pretty wild. That's cool. Pretty wild, but, you know, no other big uh, issues in St. Louis. No, no enormous, no meltdowns, no uh, meltdowns meaning like no big situations. Yeah, no, no restaurant incidents or anything like that. No, not really. That's good. Although, you know, nothing really. But... I did have a couple in Hawaii, but that'll be another podcast. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> that'll be another one. But um, what else? What else are we going to talk about? Any other questions for me? Uh, no, I think, I think that's it. Oh, and the only other thing I'll say about the trip to St. Louis, the girls have hit critical mass in the sense that they are now old enough to go on a fairly long plane flight and not worry about it at all. Oh, that's good. Which is awesome. Yeah, it awesome. must be. I, 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 I've actually never, ever flown in my life, ever. Dude, how is that possible? I, I don't know. But, but I, can, I can imagine, though, like, I've heard of people having, like, babies and stuff on. I'm just like, what do you do with your baby? Like, you're flying for, like, eight hours or whatever, five hours. Like, what do you do? Like, you better, you just hope and pray the kid stays asleep. 
you know? Like, I, I well, actually, you know what a lot of parents do? And, and uh, you can give them a tiny dose of Benadryl. Yeah. And they'll naturally go to sleep. Okay. But, but, you, but dude, you're going to Jamaica. Yeah, it's going right? to be the first time I've ever flown. Oh and, my the God. First, Are you and the serious? first, and the first, and the first time I've been. How, how long is how long is the flight to Jamaica? Uh, it's gonna be five or six hours, something like Dude, that. You're going zero, zero, no plane experience to a six-hour flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not only is it the first flight I've ever taken, it'll be the first time I've ever ever left the United States. Also. Do you have a passport yet? Yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, I'm getting it tomorrow, actually. So. Okay, I was just going to say, you kind of need one. Yeah. <laughs> You've never left the U.S.? Dude, I've never really left the East, the New England, really. I mean, I, I went down to Virginia Beach once for my high school jazz competition, but I've, I haven't really been out of New England. Okay, you know what? I got to say something before we wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> I visited 46 of our 50 states, and I've, you know, I've traveled a lot internationally yeah but dude you and i have to find like a we have to beg our wife to allow this but <laughs> we have to find like a 10 day to two week period yeah where i come to connecticut yeah we get in a car and we drive man <laughs> that'd be crazy why don't we? <laughs> that would definitely be. Uh, I could totally see that turning into like a YouTube. Uh... Oh no no no! We're gonna film it and we're gonna do podcasts all the way. But you know what we should do? We should keep mentioning this on every single podcast until we get Hertz or Hilton or any other. Yeah no sponsor. exactly exactly yeah yeah you know so I, here's I, we... I've been to North Carolina once too. That was a speak at a conference, but real you know realistically, I haven't really been out in New England. Okay, so check this out. Here's what we're going to do. For all the sponsors out there, our numbers are exploding every month. We keep on getting more and more listeners. Here's what we want to do. I will go to Connecticut to pick Jonathan up. We will rent a car, and we will drive. And hopefully, we'll drive you from... Here's what we do. We drive you from the East Coast to the West Coast. Mm. With many stops in between. Yeah. And then we get you on a plane home. Yeah, and just fly back home, yeah. And we can just leave the car, you know, you can leave the car in a different state. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, that, sounds, that? that sounds like a plan. No, I'm serious. Why don't we do that? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm down with it. I'm pretty sure I could talk my wife into it. No, my wife would do it, too. She'd be like, you need to find, you need to find a way to make sure Lena and Zoe can get to school on time during the time you're gone, you know. Yeah. But you know what I really want to do, though? I'd want to have my car. I don't know if I'd actually do this, but if we did it right, you know what I really want to do, Johnson? <laughs> I want to have my car shipped to Connecticut. Oh, man. Right? <laughs> I, I hope you have good <laughs> mileage on your... Uh... <laughs> on my lease? Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what's funny? I'll, ra I'll wrap up this thought right now. I'll wrap up this podcast because we are rambling. But I've had this dream. Every time I lease a car, right? Yeah. Every single time, I always get slightly more miles than I need because 
I've got this fantasy that if I keep my miles low, which I always do, I always keep my miles extremely low. Yeah. That someday I'm going to tell my wife, honey, I'm taking two weeks off. I'm going to take my convertible, drop a top, put on the Beatles, and just drive all the way across country. Right? Yeah. And she always says, go ahead. But then I, she says that because she knows I never have time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I could never actually do it. Right? So, so my... Um, yeah, my mileage is always under. Meaning, if I ship my car to to Connecticut, right? Yeah. And then drove it back to California, I would still be under on the miles. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, because it'd be like you know three to four thousand miles, maybe. Like depending right. on you right. know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess that wouldn't be bad. You know. You know, hopefully Porsche. Somebody at Porsche is listening to this. And they're like, you know what, Hamad, just, just drive. We'll pay for the mileage overage. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd imagine Porsche would probably, I, I'd imagine they wouldn't, they'd probably help you with shipping it over. They, I'd imagine they have, like, whatever services for you, you know, their customers. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure they do. But you know what? If, man, how cool would that be? I think we should do it. Yeah, it'd be pretty wild. <laughs> I, I really think we should do it. Do you want to do it? Yeah, like I said, uh, you know, the, the, you can't even you can't even make this stuff up. I mean, I don't even want, I I can imagine what's going to happen. Yeah, and, and here's a crazy thing: if we have to at some point stop off at the salt flats in Utah, yeah, because I've always wanted to see how fast my car can go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and I think it's probably 185 miles an hour. <laughs> but, Man. Around there, but you know what I really want to do, dude. You can't hit anything in the salt flats. You know what I really want to do? This honestly, what I want to do. We'd have to fly Noah out or, or get Caleb or somebody. Yeah. Right to to have a camera in the back seat. Yeah. Because don't you want to get in my car, you, not me, you, in the salt flats and just drive? Yeah, that'd be pretty ridiculous. I'd be Jonathan. Just don't, just don't turn really hard because I don't want to flip the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just go straight. Just go straight. There's nothing in front of us. Just go. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that would be wild. Yeah. So, so this podcast originally had a direction, and then it just turned into what we have. But yeah. hopefully we'll squeeze enough out of it to give a little bit of enjoyment to our listeners. Absolutely, yeah. So if you want to download the podcast, subscribe, check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Don't forget, there's also 59 seconds of Cloud9 you can listen to also on, on iTunes, Google Play. And, uh, you know, check out toysaccessible.com where that website meets the needs of children with various disabilities so they can have fun, awesome toys to play with, toysaccessible.com. Yep, and if you want to reach us, you can email us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. That's info at limpingoncloud9, the number 9.com. And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We will talk to you next episode. See ya.